no longer going to be adding these to regular episodes because that shit is confusing and I want to take time to edit. Anyway, as always, I'm one of your hosts, Darren, and with me I have my boys, Justin. I get to talk about One Piece today and I'm excited. Deontay. Mm-hmm. I took an online quiz and I'm an All Might personality. <laughs> Cameron. I feel like I should change my name for Ramen the Cookout episodes to distinguish between the Cameron that you see on the Rusty Rupees podcast and the Cameron that you see on the Ramen at the Cookout podcast. If you have ideas for names or if you think this is a bad idea, let me know. I think this <laughs> is a bad idea. I think it's a horrible idea. Excellent the intro. Fuck was I'm, trying that? Cre- I'm trying to create personalities, man. <laughs> Multiple of them. <laughs> anyway. Personalities. This is a plural. I love you, Cam. You know, it's, I, I have an idea. So yeah, the thing is, I didn't realize that you had an accent until just now. What if in the other show, you had a different accent and you yes. had a really bad forced American accent? You're like, okay. hello, my name is Cameron. <laughs> on the Rusted Rupees podcast. Hello. That's, that's the one. People are going to get tripped the fuck out. Okay. Bet. Dude, that, I'm going to work on it. You got to keep them guessing. got to keep them guessing. And with us this week, we have a special guest. So we have a mysterious voice here. This week, we have Ian Frischel of OK Beast and also his own anime podcast, A Plus Anime. How's it going, Ian? Thank you for joining us, sir. Yay! Thank, Yay! Thank, thank y'all. This is truly a blessing because I didn't realize how much I liked talking about anime in just like a big group, like the old high school lunch table. Like, yo, did you see this episode last night? Or, yo, this anime is trash. This anime is good. I feel like right now we got like... You know, the name is is true. It is very much the ramen at the cookout because I feel like I'm just like hanging out with all my boys, just sitting, eating food, talking about anime. And that's the crazy what part is—that's is, oh, the God. thing. And the crazy part about it, like us initially making Rusty Rupees and Ramen at the Cookout as a whole, was me and Deontay were talking about doing a gaming podcast, and then Justin came to me. He's just mm-hmm. like, "Hey, me and my boy Cam, we're thinking about doing an anime podcast," and then it just kind of came together. <laughs> yeah. Dude, in beautiful you guys are always welcome over at our house at the a plus anime podcast always welcome everybody oh, here. Man. no man let yeah. me know i'm down i am down to make that trip this is the type of oh, validation 100%. i need in my life for reals bro for, we'll peek behind the curtain we we're supposed to start at one it's 141 and we just it's not because anyone was late really we were just bullshitting for like 40 minutes <laughs> welcome to every single one of our recording every, sessions yeah every single but one but it's a good thing i i love that like i feel like i've been doing the podcast thing for a hot minute and like the weirdest part of doing any podcast with new people obviously obviously i know darren like we've hung out in real life or whatever but like having that that weird IRL. thing where you're like exactly like where like it's this weird moment where like you're like oh hey what's up man how are you and they're like oh well i have the, the software open we can start recording right now i'm like oh okay yeah there's, there's no bit. fluidity yeah we never have that issue yeah good because nah. that, that means you're real people mm-hmm. you aren't um you aren't content machines you're real people right. and that's what i love it's yes. a it's often a thing where uh, darren has to shut me up and he's like save it for the episode man yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think he's i think he's at least said that to every one of us probably oh yes multiple we've, times we've all said yeah. it to each other you've all said it as, together as much as i as much as i hate every single one of them like i want <laughs> to okay the same time you know i'm i'm actually excited to talk to them it's this weird dichotomy like i mean do i hate them 
or do I love them, or is it both? I know the I want feel. That, I want that to be an iTunes review. <laughs> I love them, and I hate them. I love hearing their voices. Please, yeah. you right. do that, because we I yearn for your, those iTunes reviews. <laughs> Give yes. it. We, we want to be hated at this point. I can't point. stand any of these people, yet I show up every week. <laughs> and, and he talks every to Every week, I, I get out of bed, and I climb into my closet. <laughs> Will you climb in your closet? No, he's not. He's literally in his closet. He's, he's in the closet right now. No, I no, I know, but like, just the, I think the verb of climb in really sent me. Some naughty shit. Like some Ava. He's like, yeah, he's like, be like, right back, babe. It's like one of those. Like has a put in codes to go into the closet. I know, and then and he has that one string that comes down that he just puts one foot on and holds his way up. Like, I don't know. Like, I, oh I envision God. him curling up in one of those uh, wardrobes. You know what I mean? Oh my God! Like a classic, British like a classic wardrobe. British wardrobe. <laughs> he has the flag uh, right there. there. He curls up. It's I true. It's he closes does the door. I have a little flashlight and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the Dursleys put them. Absolutely amazing. Let me get my All the anime fans out. deserve to be in the closet. <laughs> Go to the anime closet the where, anime you closet. where you belong. <laughs> <laughs> you Away leave. from the world. Away Nobody from the world. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Good lord. Well, it's been five minutes yeah. now already, and we haven't talked about <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> no, yes, we have. We, we hey, talked about friendship. Hey, there's been anime references. We talked about names. Yeah, we talked about shit. Names. We talked about names. You know, and this is how we operate. Everybody has one. Yeah, this is good. But anyway, the only thing really on the docket today is all these uh, new Crunchyroll originals that are all webtoons that are getting animated coming soon this year. I don't know about mm-hmm. any of them, but they all look sick as shit. And then we'll they talk do. about One Piece for a long time because Ian's here and he has an agenda that he has been desperately pushing for I about have... two months now. <laughs> 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 the agenda. I love that. I also want to. Well, before we do any of those, I want to ask you guys something. So I got a little not inherent icebreaker question, but I was thinking about this the other day. Um, so my friend told me he was playing Dragon Quest Eleven, and he said, "Man, this is a perfect video game." And I was like, "Huh?" And I like that went down that rabbit hole of like thinking about what a perfect video game is. And then I watched an episode of an anime yesterday that solidified it for me that this anime I was watching is a perfect anime. And that anime was Keep Your Hands Off Azoken. Do you know about this? I've heard about it. I no. hear it's great. I have not watched it yet. I have not, I have watched, not it watched it. Okay, let me sell it to you for a little bit. Okay. So ha- I assume if you like anime, I assume that all of us in school or throughout our lives went to the back of our notebooks and started drawing like Goku, but if it was me, or like anime character, but some me, weird spiky design. haired big eyes, not exactly <laughs> knowing what you're doing, but still get making it happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I assume that we're all creative in that aspect. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we're all like there. pecs all big, pecs all big, but head is really small. Yeah, um, exactly. But but yeah, so that this show kind of takes that idea and then like really just solidifies it down. Takes like this creative kid energy and then puts it into a show that kind of teaches you about different aspects of anime production. Um, so kind of like uh, Bakuman, if you ever read that back in the day, mm-hmm. the the manga about two dudes making a manga for Shonen mm-hmm. Jump, yep. that that eventually got published in Shonen Jump, which was crazy. <laughs> um, but so keep your hands off Azokin is about this girl, and um, she starts a club. Uh, I think her name is like Asakusa or something like that. And uh, it's her and then her two friends. Uh, they start the anime club, but not an anime watching club, an anime production club. And like she is a super talented background artist, and she makes these amazing sort of um, background imagery or whatever, but she's not that good at character designs. So then she meets a, a, a girl at her school who's really good at like drawing figures and costumes and stuff like that. 
And then they meet another girl who's like the queen at managing projects where she's like, it's going to cost this much money. It has to go this way and this way. And every episode they have like this montage of this like high production value Sakuga, like sort of zoom in into the main character's head as they're talking about like an idea or something. This sounds about, like, like them designing something. an anime production of Dr. Stone, except not with science. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Like the, it's the same sort of somewhat educational, but like not like, so again, for people who don't know, Dr. Stone is all about kind of teaching about various aspects of science and the stone age science. and kind of how humanity has kind of come <laughs> to around. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. And you, you learn things accidentally. Um, but I feel like that show and this show are different because like, there's not a villain in this show. Okay. Like the conflict is all about like them creating something and like that sort of inner turmoil with like trying to work on a project with your friends, kind of like a podcast, right? Like they all have to kind of make concessions with one another about like, oh, like we should make this character do this or this character do that or whatever. And as a creative person, as a kid, and then also as someone who is doing like creative projects now, like at the end of every episode when they do that montage of like the project coming together and like the guitar comes in and it's like this really funky, cool, like sort of collection of sounds. Like I always like am smiling from ear to ear to the point where Cowdy was my wife. Cowdy was like, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what's up? She's like, I've, I don't think I've ever seen you smile like this ever. <laughs> and I'm like, that's bad. We've been dating for a long time. Oh no. But like, like it takes this like, I mean, like, we're all a little bit older, obviously, right? Like, I'm 28. I'm pushing 30 soon. And, like, it has this, like, sort of vibe where you watch this show and you get, like, that creative kid energy back. Like, mm. a time when anything was possible. And, like, you have this idea and then you sketch it down really quick. You're like, look, what if, like, there's a whole uh, thing about how they're building a, a spaceship or whatever, but it has wings like a dragonfly. And then, like, the wings kind of collapse back in inside of the the mech or whatever and like oh where's the cockpit and where are the buttons and how do we steer oh. it and what color is it and like oh the seatbelts have to be like this or whatever like it's so amazing and i tried to like get a negative part of it right like a big thing that someone could kind of refute me on as to it being not the perfect anime but i'm sitting here i'm like you learn something the animation is great the characters are real people like not just like fake anime tropes mm -hmm. um it's like has this childlike whimsy about it. It like is colored beautifully. There's a good storyline. Like I would be hard pressed to find an anime that is not as perfect as this. Like it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Okay. I kind of want to check it out now. Yeah. yeah I knew so, about yeah, it yeah, and seriously. I've heard plenty of good things, but this is the first description I've gotten where it's just like, it's simple in its premise, but the way that things carry out, gives you that step-by-step -step, just like you said if you're creative if you're trying to create something seeing that in a fun way and then you said funky music mm -hmm. and i was like oh, okay well it's sold <laughs> yeah like, and it, i was talking about it before with my wife that like they use the same um what's called like musical cues for different things mm -hmm. so like at the end of every episode they have this like sort of weird funky music where it's like it's like this weird like ska experimental music but they teach you as you're watching like hey when you hear this music shit's about to pop off and the animation is about to go from like pretty basic to like absolutely insane so like every time the music plays and my wife told me this i, I like grab her hand and i'm like i like get out of my chair like it's like a wwe match i'm like oh yes <laughs> give me the good animation please it, justin you're gonna say something it reminds me of comic party have you have you uh heard or seen it um uh, seen it 
No, I've never I've seen it. What is it? Uh, so it's it kind of has the same premise. It came. It's a like an older anime. It came out I think early two thousands, um, mm. where it's basically somebody who wants to get into being a manga artist and the steps they go through mm. and um, putting the manga together and then going out to like their venues to go and sell it and like getting their first sale and how that felt and you know the production that goes into it. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I I didn't see that, but I am sure that you gained like a new appreciation for the medium after watching. Yeah, that, exactly. Right? Like I think I yeah. think you really do when you start learning all the the things that people have to go through in order to get and to fight for these futures that you know they're really looking forward to. Like the anime really brings that out. Yeah, it's so funny because like this show is like for all intents and purposes a slice of life show, but like the struggles they go through and like the stuff that they go through is very anime. Like the happy-go-lucky main character, the like, the goofy sort of head in the clouds character, the very serious character, and then you start to realize, wait, anime is just real life. And then there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think those anime are the anime that hurt the most. Also, is when you can relate to it. I'm like, this is real. Like, I think the closest thing mm-hmm. for me that's been something like that as a plate has been Carol and Tuesday, because it's just Ooh. It's just the start of just like oh that fated come together of two musicians that didn't feel that they could do too much by themselves but then once they came together and relied off of one another and just kind of see their their arc just their journey of trying to play at different venues it's Um, tenacious d it's tenacious d (laughs) (laughs) have have you guys seen that show or i know that you were watching it tuesday i haven't watched it it's so good it's so I don't so know anything good. about it besides the previews on Netflix, but apparently it's made by the same production lead as the lead behind, um, I think, Cowboy Bebop or something. Mm-hmm. And like, as you obviously, if you ever watch Cowboy Bebop, like a big thing about that show is like diversity and like diversity of like music, of like experience and like character design and stuff like that. And like obviously having the jazz influence made that show theme wise what it is. Um, and apparently they like use that same idea and premise in this show hundred like percent tie-in mixed into like multiculturalism like apparently there's a huge theme in the show and like obviously having uh, a black character as like one of the main leads is it carol or is it tuesday uh that is, Which one is... carol carol yeah. okay yeah so like having that be a huge thing is like awesome obviously both for japan seeing like different faces in the medium as well as like having this amazing auteur creator that most people don't really talk about like when you think of Cowboy Bebop, you think of the characters, not like a Hideo Kojima-esque character in the background yeah. making all these crazy that's decisions. True. Yeah, that's true. So, yo, this this dude is accidentally, or I don't even know if it's a dude, I think it might be a lady, accidentally curing um, prejudice in Japan by having more characters in anime. Honestly, yeah, the diversity in Carol and Tuesday and just the representation of different music styles altogether is just very, it's very special. Like, I know it's been out a while um, already in Japan, but as of last year was when it was big on Netflix and everything like that. Yeah. But it's just that... It was in Netflix hell for a while, right? Like, they weren't allowing it to get put out on other platforms? Yeah. Like, the first part was out for maybe half a year, and then they put out the second half, I think, like, on Christmas Eve or something like that. And I just... Oh, that's cute. I binged the shit out of it. I was like, yes, I needed all of this in my life. And then it got surprisingly dark in that second part where I was like, Oh, no. Like, it was very just, like, everything was cheery, just kind of seeing their struggles and everything, as well as what artists have to go through once they get big enough for people to start recognizing them. And 
So it started mm. getting into that stalker territory or having that really Uh-oh. diehard fan. And then second Uh-oh. part, it was just like, okay, this is really lighthearted. I love this slice of life shit. And then the second half is yeah. like, oh, this is real. Oh, you mean like the ending of Cowboy Bebop? <laughs> like the beginning, like, hey, we're having a fun adventure. And then the end, uh, back half of Cowboy is like, oh, hey, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, how, how about here's a little bit of a attempted murder, some abandonment Yikes. issues, some just, just just a lot. Like, Carolyn Tuesday yeah, is Cowboy definitely Bebop definitely got dark at the end. <laughs> yeah, you're going to carry that weight. That's a, a solid quote. Yeah. But I'm but I'm glad you're enjoying Carolyn Tuesday. What like is anyone else watching anything that is like like really really enrapturing them? Because I feel like Keep Your Hands Up, Azoken is bringing me straight to like anime heaven, and I haven't felt that for a while. It's been kind of light. Not really. Yeah, it's been it's been super light on my side. I think mm. other than my like usual weekly Samuel Cross, like I I've just been sticking to the same old stuff, and nothing's really captured me like that. Um, mm yeah other than other than the typical shit i think that um my hero right now is has calmed down Mm -hmm. in terms of content wise but it's Mm -hmm. doing a lot in terms of like character building and letting us know more about some of the characters and i i think that that the characters in that show are really endearing and so i mean i'm enjoying usually i don't i don't enjoy slower paced episodes like this but with my hero i'm i'm really enjoying some of the the comedy and some of the character development that's going on it's cool nice i'm I'm about 50 50 on that with uh my hero because like Mm. while i'm enjoying some of the experience and stuff i am a little anxious you know what i mean like we have x many episodes left in the season and mm-hmm. I I know we're going to get the introduction of the next big bad. So, like, mm. now I'm just kind of sitting on my hands like, oh, yeah, we have this whole school festival thing. And you get to see other characters dealing with children and shit. So that's interesting. But, mm-hmm. like, when's it going <laughs> to pop off? Like, I know yeah, manga-wise, I, I, people I are losing their shit right now over what's happening. Bro. And I'm just over here like, I don't know. I'm, I'm staying away from <laughs> <laughs> Like... Here's I like the thing this, about Shonen. This guy, like, Gentle. <laughs> gentle? Oh, dude. He's great. funny, bro. And <laughs> yeah. the, the, what's the girl that's with him called again? Oh, oh no. What's her name? Oh no. She has a funny name. Yeah, um, I'm gonna gentle I'm gonna look it up. And... It's gen- uh, it's, they're like the they're like essentially like what if the Joker and Harley Quinn were actually jokes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um Gentle uh, my hero. Um but that's the reason why actually I um I think I watched one episode of My Hero back when it first came out. Um, and then um, as soon as that first episode came, I was like, great. Uh, I'm going to read the manga now. <laughs> I, read, I haven't watched a single episode from the first Damn, one. Damn, since then? Yeah. And I feel like that kind of is when I developed my rule. And we're going to talk about One Piece later, obviously. But, like, I cannot watch Shonen. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Because of, like, the pacing of it and, like, the way that some things are animated. Mm-hmm. Like... I guess the reason why I love Shonen, right? And I think why all of us love Shonen, meaning like battle anime or tournament style anime, um, is that the fight scenes, obviously, yeah. right? And most of the budget is going to be poured, unless you're One Piece, the budget is everywhere, but like most <laughs> of the budget is going to be poured into those fights, right? And usually it's like you have to wait an entire episode for anything big to pop Kimetsu off. Kimetsu episode wait, like, 19. Mul- <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, dude, I mean, Kimetsu's like animation is amazing, but I feel like Kimetsu is this weird thing where like, it's not strictly a shonen. It's like almost like this weird, like historical 
a hundred percent as well like i read the manga for that one and like where it is it's almost done like if they keep going after what's currently happening i'd be very surprised but they lean into the history of what's going on a lot where it's just not so much like we're fighting it's like what's going on with these characters in the background it's still very shonen but it's enough it's different enough to kind of stand on its own yeah it's like if if my hero is slice of life shonen then that's like historical shonen um but anyway yeah the reason why i I read it is because like i'll watch an episode i'll be like great i want to know the plot i want to know more of what's going on and then they'll be like maybe next time you'll find out what happens on this you have to wait like an entire season like we were, i think i think d d just mentioned he's like oh yeah i'm waiting for them to reveal the big bad like that's the biggest like tease ever like the end of like one season they're like you thought that guy was you bad. see the silhouette of <laughs> yeah, and then it, it, it cuts to an underground laboratory it'll be like underground laboratory four four miles away and then you see like just the sheen of someone's glasses with like the hands together be like perfect everything is going according to plan and then it'll be like to be continued and you're like yo who the fuck is that <laughs> like, why are you only showing him from behind it makes no sense yo that shit happened to like, me when i was watching uh, uh Katakyo Hitman Reborn and they just never came back like the last two episodes introduced the big bad for the next arc and And then then they died the anime got cancelled Yo, and Captain Kill Hitman was actually fire, dude. Like, that manga was amazing. So good. It was cool yeah, until the... So like, I, I gotta love I hate with the like future show. arc. I love anything time travel related. Uh, but the weapon boxes or the animal boxes kind of threw me off a little bit. It was they were funny. Yeah, they were, they funny. were funny. They were funny. Like, if they weren't so reliant on them, I probably wouldn't have found a big problem with them. But I'm like, the Earth oh, Rings oh. in that next arc were fucking fuego. And yeah, it sucks that, yeah. that yeah. I felt like that, yeah, that, that show tried that too continue, hard to be yeah. funny. What'd you say again? In my mind, I said I felt like that show tried too hard well, to be funny. You are not wrong. Off, like the first few episodes, <laughs> uh, they had a kid with a flame on his head running around town in his underwear. In, in his underwear, yeah. Okay, and I told you, I said, I said, if you can get past that part, I said, if you can get past that part, Y'all you're good. Always trying to tell me to get past something. <laughs> but remember, Cam, hey, he's not wrong. Also, we said that about JoJo like, too. Just start good. You Why do I gotta wait power. to get to a you're good You're a part. Shinmu stand. So getting through it is what you do, <laughs> bro. But I enjoyed every moment of Shenmue. There was no part where I was thinking like, "Fuck, I wish this would end." Remember though, Cam, you're also a um, so you really enjoyed Dustin a Black Clover books. fan. You had to get past hey, all that hey, screaming. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey. But I still enjoyed the show just because I didn't like his voice. I still felt <laughs> what was going so, on was was good. So that that show, talking about Black Clover, I think is the poster child for just read the manga like <laughs> yes just just read the manga yeah because I've i think i, I read lot, it actually oh yeah, dude honestly like get it on like the shonen jump this is gonna be a plug but not for my thing it's for someone else uh <laughs> the, the shonen jump at two dollars a month it is the best investment i've ever made because you can that's how i read one piece manga to your phone <laughs> oh really you do, yeah i i read literally the entirety of black clover in a vacation because you can like download them all and then have them stored and i like read a stupid amount of manga on the plane one time going yeah. to going back to home to japan um but it's that manga is like hey in the intro it's like hey you love shonen right idiot and you're like what? no <laughs> <laughs> and then they like throw a hundred shonen tropes out you're like no but i want to i want a different story i want like my own like fun thing like i don't need naruto but harry potter but what if this right. but what if that <laughs> but what if? and then like 
Like, that's really what the beginning of Black Clover is. It's like, mm, hey, yeah. we know you like Shonen, and then they just chuck a thousand tropes at you, yeah. and then, like, yes. cut to, like, a hundred chapters in, and, like, I don't, I'm not, not direct quote, but, like, some large event happens in the overworld of the show, and then, like, my mouth is on the floor, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, this is the, like, again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but, like, there are big major events that happen down the road in the manga or whatever, where I was sitting here, I'm like, this is the best Shonen Jump twist I've ever seen. Are you talking about the shit with the people? I want that on. I want that as a sticker. You talking about that shit with the people? <laughs> shit with the people. That's it. That's it. Yeah, the people. The people. No, with I know the exactly. Ears? Yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And yes, I was reading okay. that on a plane back from Tokyo to California, and I literally audibly screamed, but I forgot <laughs> where I was. And someone next to me in Japanese was like, "Oh, are you okay?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like," and I'm like, "Yeah." Manga, and they were like, "I get it." <laughs> like, of course, of course, uh, they yeah, would. That that fucking yeah. arc was incredible, bro. Like I, when you just felt like it couldn't get any crazier, then there's that like towards the end, there's another crazy thing that happens, and and yep. you, the big bad is not really the big bad, and I'm like, "Whoa, like what?" Yeah, like there you was know a how... puppet master. Yeah, and like the thing is, I usually hate that. I usually hate the like distillation of a thousand tropes into one thing. And uh -huh. I guess we can talk about it in a little bit because I've been also watching Fire Force. Like, I hate uh, like, yes. the idea of people We're just all right there too. along and throwing, mm. throwing tomatoes at you. Like, hey, you like this thing, right? 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 Uh-huh. You like it. <laughs> Titties. Like, no. I'm like, I like it for a reason. Like, I, I – and this – we'll get into Black Clover – or we'll get into um, Fire Force again because it's just peaking in my brain. But, like – that's kind of how the beginning 50 chapters is. And then once they establish the characters and they're like, okay, now that everyone's here, now that everyone knows it's a Shonen Jump trope, I'm going to start writing the story now. Is everyone cool? Okay, yeah. cool. The story starts now. And then like when you, they actually get to like the, the houses or like the, what, what are they called? Like the guilds or whatever you want to call it. Like once uh -huh. they introduce all the major factions in that world at around chapter 50 or, or what have you, that's when the mangaka or the creator is like, Hey, Th this was just preamble to get Shonen Jump to buy my script. Now I'm going to start writing right. the show. We're, we're cool. <laughs> we're all good. All right, everyone, now. And then that's when they actually start to get into actual good narrative. That actually um, makes sense, the, though. The characters in that show are so strong as well. Like, a lot of the characters, like, even the, not the characters that are, like, big characters, but even some of the side characters I fucking love, dude. Luck? Love the, some of the side characters in that show. Yeah. Like, I think that besides One Piece this show has like some of the best like just base stock level memorable character design yeah at least in like definitely. the modern shonen space um but before i i literally like foam at the mouth over how angry i am over fire force uh <laughs> justin have you watched anything recently that you like are super into or um honestly after kimetsu no yaiba finished i just i haven't really got into anything else other than dr stone i will i will foam at the mouth over dr stone when are you getting back into JoJo though. Part Four? Damn it! Ugh. I know. Stardust. I know. I need to get into Stardust. I when, know, dude. He'll get back into Stardust when the pacing is better. <laughs> but this is—we all can agree that the pacing in Stardust Crusaders is not good. Yeah. yeah. No. Like all three of them got disinterested at the beginning, and I'm like, that's understandable. Yeah. But once it picks up, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Diamond yeah, is have, Unbreakable is saved. way better. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's what I've heard from many, many people. Mm -hmm. Like I love Jojo purely based off of the fact that it exists. Um, and <laughs> the fact that it's just amazing in every way, shape and form and like Dick the facts. history behind it. No, but like, I'm, I was like on episode, like, 
I don't know, like 16 or something. On that same trip that I read like a billion chapters of Black Clover, I had JoJo saved as well. And I was um, watching that and I was like, nice, this is a cool little arc. And then I was like, oh, why are we doing like filler arcs? Like, don't we have mm-hmm. like a whole time? Like the whole premise of that season, in case anyone doesn't know, of Stardust, it's, what is it? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Stardust, Stardust Crusaders. Crusaders. Yeah, mm-hmm. part three. Yeah. Yeah. Which, is, which is like the one that officially started the whole stand powers or whatever. Stando like, power. <laughs> yeah, like... So the whole premise of that arc is like, hey, we have a time crunch or else my mom's going to die. And then they proceed to do like 20 episodes of like, so we're hanging out in Egypt, right? And then I bought some <laughs> bad ham. And then it turns out the ham was a ghost. And you're like, bro, just go do the do the thing. You're going to fight. Like, and that's the only thing that anyone remembers of JoJo, at least from that season, obviously, is the main character's new powers and then Dio. Right. So the yes, whole time, yes, 100%. Knows about <laughs> you're not wrong. You're sitting here like, all right, where's the blonde, fancy vampire boy? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he's he? He's in and the back half of the season. With the other guy's body. <laughs> and like, uh, it's one of those, like, where I just want it to happen. And then, like, you're just like waiting and waiting and waiting for it to happen. Yeah. As amazing um, as so part three you, is. Now you see why it took me so long to watch. No. And like, like yeah. I said, I 100% understood. I wasn't knocking any of you guys for not doing it because I got it because I was bored as fuck at the beginning. And then once I was into it, Ben's the rest. Then you get to the Dio fight, which is the best. Yeah. And you're happy. Oh, and then, and then I I, yeah. Diamond of Ends of Unbreakable is just a whole ass slice of life amazingness. Yeah, it's yeah. actually not bad. I've, I think I've gotten through about half of it. Yeah, I gotta jump back on that as well. I think that the way that it make, that'll make it easier is by if you just watch and read or consume JoJo as if you would consume One Piece. Sparing like, the overtime throughout well, years. Not even that. Oh no, I didn't do that. No, I read all of One Piece. I know, because you're a crazy I'm person. A psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an actual psychopath. Wow. How do you... Um, I just download shit and then go on the bus. Mm, yeah, I, I, I made it sound like I was going to a random locations. Like, right. like, no. <laughs> like I'm gonna download it and just hop on the bus wherever it takes to me. Toledo, I decided. Bro, I legit was gonna say Toledo. Anyway. As well. Didn't you start in like either the end of December or like early January, yep. and then just yep. by like mid last month, you're like, and I'm done. Holy shit! And everyone's like, that's impossible. I'm like, I know. I didn't sleep. Um, no. So the whole, I guess, like the behind the scenes reason. Um, I recently switched jobs. I was a teacher. I was working like a nine to five, nine to six, or eight to six job or whatever. Then switched over to being a freelance video editor. And a lot of my job stuff is in LA now. So like, mm. I'll have to drive or take a bus from. I don't read manga and drive. I meant I took a bus from San Diego <laughs> to like LA. Smells like this. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I have my iPad propped up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with LA traffic, you could totally do that. Um, oh, yes, but, you can. You can very yeah. much do that. Yeah. So I would like just download 100 chapters of One Piece, go on the bus for two hours. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just sitting there chilling. And then I would just like read 100 chapters every time I would have a business trip or whatever. Good God. Um, but anyway, rewinding all the way back from the JoJo shit to um, all the way back to um, Fire Force. So I assume everyone here has seen Fire Force in some capacity. Yes. Correct. Yes. All of it. All of us. I, I know I said earlier that Azoken is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. We <laughs> talked also about how um, Black Clover is like throwing tropes at the wall and then eventually they start the story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say something with a lot of hyperbole. I assume I can curse. Can I curse? Like a motherfucker. Yeah, yes, go for it. Go. Fuck, I, fuck, you fuck, never fuck, know. Fuck, 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 Dude, fuck. I was, I was, uh, this is a, another in Tangent Town. I was on a podcast like two weeks ago. 
uh, for my friends over at uh, Fanatics 4, and they were like, they're big Nintendo people, and mm. like they're oh. endorsed by Nintendo. So, and they do a live show, and I was like, and I was like, bro, Tom Nook, what the fuck, bro? Let me pay my mortgage. <laughs> and, then, and then they were like, well, we're gonna cut that out of the audio. <laughs> no. And I was like, oh no. And they're like, it's fine. We we thought you were gonna do this anyway. It's fine. <laughs> like they 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 like already knew. Um, but so in the same sort of note as Azo can, in my opinion, being like perfect in every way and like really succeeding on all fronts of what it wants to do while also looking good, Fire Force takes the Black Clover shit where they're like, hey, here's the barrel full of tomatoes of tropes that we know that you like, you stupid anime fan. And then they throw them at you and then they don't stop throwing them at you. And they expect you to get invested in characters that are just tomatoes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. I said the I mean, same thing at the beginning wrong. and I got so much shit for it. Bro, I got like, blocked off Discord. Or, or listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> on Fire Force. But I, I was. Thought you meant Discord, the company blocked you. This motherfucker's a Kirito. On Fire Force. <laughs> but like, and I guess let me like kind of explain. So um, usually my wife and I, Cody, we sit down, we watch a, um, an anime together. Like that'll be like our dinner time activity. We'll like sit down, watch an anime or whatever. Oh, that's and cute. I mean, I, and again, it's like a connection to her culture or whatever. She's not only a weeb, she's also from Japan or whatever. So like hearing her native language and us speaking in Japanese, it's like a routine. So we'll, we'll watch Fire Force. And like the beginning, we were like, okay, cool. Like the animation's fun. And like the story is pretty simple so far. And then there are like big turns in the story that are supposed to make you go, oh my God. And then like <laughs> about halfway through and I, we would pause it and I would be like, huh, Okay, I would probably do that a little bit different, but <laughs> and then like seventy five percent of the way through, they start doing more shit where they're like, "Hey, but what about this?" And then we would pause it, and then both she and I would be like, "I mean, we probably do that a little different." <laughs> and then like, who likes anime titties? You? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Hey, you want them? You, Don't worry, they're going to show like, up. Pardon me, sir. Sir, do you like anime titties? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like. And that, there's Black a whole Tom. character that is just that. We, and, uh, oh my god, yeah. Hibana. But here's the thing. So, well, Hibana's Bay. That's waifu. I, I mean, can't she's say great. She's great. I love her. Please, and man. Like, but again, talk about a character that's just they like threw like, hey, anime character, anime likers. You like white hair? Okay. You like different colored irises? Okay. You like um, what's it called? Um, Gyaru, like the darker skin lady. You like the sharp teeth. You like the big titties. Boom! It was like just out of a fucking generator. <laughs> like, but like, anyway. Sorry. So, the thing about the show is that as the show went on, our conversations for how the show was doing things, maybe not so good. Our conversations became longer than our time of watching the show. Like it would, <laughs> like halfway through, we'd be like, oh, you know, I'd probably change that character's motivation a little bit, and that would be like episode halfway through or whatever. Then seventy-five percent of the way through our conversations became 20 minute diatribes about how this, this doesn't make sense. This the motivations are very bad right now. It looks great. I love the sound of the jet engine feet, man, but I don't care. Yeah. I literally just don't care. And then cut to like the last two episodes where we would watch 20 minute episodes and then we would sit for an hour screaming, but like, what the fuck? You <laughs> like so much potential. The star platinum cross <laughs> the world fight where it's literally just episodes of Jojo. <laughs> Yeah, like that's what the last two oh, episodes were i was like oh, i'm watching jojo's bizarre adventure now neat <laughs> yeah but like the thing is is that it was the exact opposite 
of that feeling where like in Jojo, you as like a main watcher, if you were watching it today, you're like, oh, I know what Jojo is. It's the blonde dude with the earrings, with the cool jacket fighting this extremely muscular 14 year old. And then when you see it happen, you're like, hey, it's what I waited for. Yay. Mission accomplished. But at the, the and the thing is, the motivation they give you throughout the entire show is like, hey, Dio is evil. He has this weird, petty bullshit with this guy's family and his entire thing is just a petty argument and he's a vampire just so he can come back from the dead to fuck with his adopted brother or whatever that's like the and so you get that motivation it's simple there's nothing nuanced about it dio is petty as hell and hates this family and then that's it you don't need to do anything crazier about that and then there's good animation and they're never they're never going to try and tell you in any jojo hey it's this really deep story about how the government and religion and what is God and what is hell? What if we're in hell right now? It's like, no, the guy punch good. <laughs> and like, then you, it's like you know what? And when they do it good, Lord's paradise right there. It, it really <laughs> is though. And like, the thing is the, the reason why Jojo so successful is because, Hey, the whole premise, I mean, Jojo's designs and character designs are in the Louvre, right? The whole thing is that it's a show designed to show you cool characters moving in interesting ways. Right. And like that's the whole poses and shit is a whole part of that, right? And it makes sense why they put so much money into those parts and aspects of the show is that that's the reason why the show exists to show you cool shit, right? But Fire Force is like, hey, we're going to have really cool scenes once an episode about really high quality animation. And you're like, great. Okay, cool. And then like, hey, but what about God? The church? Yeah, and then you're Do like, we stand the church around here? Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> evangelist. Yeah, and in the beginning... <laughs> And by the way, there are scenes that are no joke panel for panel recreations of other anime. Like there is a scene, I think in the middle during that big twist, that is like a panel for panel remake of an Evangelion thing. And then my wife was like, oh, I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> I know what they're trying to do. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then that's when she kind of told me about the whole like making tropes for tropes sake sort of thing being an actual problem in that show. But here's the thing. Jojo's good because it has a goal and it completes its goal. Azoken has a goal, it completes its goal. This show is like, hey, what if we made you question theology but didn't understand what we're actually questioning? And also use theming from like multiple cultures but then not really understand what any of these themes are and then also be like, hey, but what if the good guys are evil? And then at the end be like, <laughs> no, turns out that the bad guys were the bad guys. And you're like, wait, what? You're like, I Sounds thought, like a but- bad near. <sighs> yeah, it's very, very bad. And it really, I'm like, my, my blood sugar is like very low because of talking about this. <laughs> my blood pressure is very high right now because of this, mm-hmm. because it, and I, I want to have your guys thoughts on it uh, because like I, Cam, especially because I feel like Cam, like, I've been seeing Cam's reactions during these like, yes, bro, finally <laughs> someone else. Like they have so much potential in this show talking about like, you know, religion and theology, especially coming from an Eastern studio in Japan talking about Western theology, because again, I don't know if many of y'all know, and I didn't know this until after I talked about it with my wife, there is like religious colonization in Asia with Christianity. So I thought that like the second I saw this thing, I was like, Oh, is this going to be like a meta commentary about, Hey, like religion can be used as a, an oppressive tool towards people. And they kind of were alluding to that in the beginning, right? Having it be like, oh, the church and the state are the same entity, right? Like they held way more power than you know. There are people who are higher up in the organization that maybe are a little bit suspect, like, you know, this religious fringe group. And then they have these hundreds of threads of like, oh, but what if this, what if, what if God was real or what about Satan? What if Satan was God or whatever? And then they just don't do anything with them. 
they just they're like you think like you know when like jk rowling is like hey you know dobby shits in a bucket right and you're like <laughs> what no. like, you didn't mention that in the show they're like yeah but you thought about it right <laughs> you like, thought about it so it's a like, thing don't worry we like, thought about it like, all and you're like, like no well, you're like no jk i just want to what about the wizards though and like yeah but this <laughs> side character was gay the whole time and you're like okay but like the wizards though can we go back to the wizards <laughs> like that that you feels know, like this show. Leviosa, that shit yeah <laughs> like i want that and this show is jk rolling it where it's like hey what about all these cool threads and then they never talk about it ever and cam i want to know what your thoughts are because i'm i'm like having a panic attack thinking about the show <laughs> okay so my initial thoughts on fire force and the reason why i was so against it in the beginning is because I thought that it was a shonen ass shonen anime, and I'm not saying that that's that's a bad thing necessarily, right? Mm -hmm. Like we like shonen anime for a reason. Is something that Darren said, right? It's, it's it's a good safe formula, but where other animes that are also shonen shonen animes, what prevents them from becoming stale is that they have other interesting elements. The first one of those is interesting fucking characters. The mm. characters in Fire Force are stale as fuck, bro. They're so boring. They're mm. very boring. Nobody is an interesting character. Nobody has interesting history behind them. They're not interesting characters to yep. watch. It. They're just very stale. And the one interesting person, right, who they could have done something good with was Shinra, right? I felt like Shinra is kind of cool. The little smile thing that he and that's does. that's the main character, right? Right, yeah, Shinra. So if <laughs> I'm saying I'm just double checking to make sure if people don't watch the show, they're like, Yeah, Shinra, the bad guys in Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven. I loved that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shinra anyway. from from main character from Fire Fire Force. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he does the little smile thing when he feels awkward, right? In yeah. the in the first few episodes, they were just using it in very like stupid situations that it wasn't even funny. It just seemed forced. And mm -hmm. I was talking about uh, Fire Force uh, Reborn earlier, mm. right? Saying that it felt that. like forced comedy. I don't like <laughs> comedy to be forced, right? I yeah. wanna I want it to just feel funny because it's funny, not because yeah. you're trying to say, hey, this is something funny. Now laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um. So that that was that was my original thing with it. As it did you as think, it moved did you think on, the smile was PTSD? Because I thought like again, talk about like interesting threads that get dropped. They kind of bring it up at the very end. They're like, hey, yeah, the and then immediately just different. like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they like never yeah. go back to it. I and only like, got to episode three. I'm gonna be honest, and well, I was probably <laughs> the most don't excited. Bother. Don't I was bother. the most it's, excited out of this group for Fire Force. I genuinely was. He he was. Well, yeah, he was. I, I hear the manga is better though. Maybe read the manga. Everybody I, tells I, me that too. I don't even want to do that. But I'm like, I don't have any urge to go and read it myself. I'm like, it won't yeah. come back. I'll watch it. But like, it grew like on to me as time went on. Interesting. Yeah, it's not. And I'm with Cam 100. percent Like every there are two characters in here, and Cam, I want to know your thoughts because I feel like you agree with me. Is there are two characters in the main cast that have black hair that are roughly around the same height? that do roughly around the same thing they're they're bro when they sit next to each other there's a scene where like the, the whole differentiating factor is their power sets and then also they have different hairstyles but which there's two this, people are we talking the cat girl about? and the punch girl oh <laughs> so there's a scene i was legit where, trying to gr think of who you were talking about i couldn't, couldn't for the life of me there's a bro there's a scene at the end of the show where these two characters their whole differentiating factors is their hairstyles. And then like one of them gets into a fight and their pigtails come out and they're standing next to each other. And I mm -hmm. pause it. I'm like, cow, they're the same person. Like, they <laughs> 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 just lazy. One has cat ears. Yeah. One plays with yeah. fire. Cause friends. Yeah. 
and, and I want to hear your thoughts too about this, Cam, is that this whole time about the, the cat girl, right? The whole meme with her is like, oh man, she's the like fan service character. Whoopsie, she fell and her clothes fell off. And I was like, okay, I get, what they were tr- I get what they were trying to do. And in my head, when my wife and I talked about it, we're like, all right, how can we make that better? Like, all right, maybe the only way that her powers can work is if she wears like a certain suit a la Quiet from Metal Gear Solid or like one of those like skin tight, like mechanical infused suits or whatever. So that, yeah, it ends up being fan service when you look at her, but but there's like a reason for it, right? Like her falling over is like, like whoopsie. Like the, it's like the anime creator being like, hey, you want to see a titty right now? Got you. Like, I'm like, bro, I want to see a titty always, bro. I, you know that, but like, I want a good reason. I, you can't just plop it out. I want out. a good reason. I need storyline to, to my titties. I was just, I was just about to say that. I need story with my porn. God damn it. And, and the thing is, it's crazy because like, like I, it was I'm, such unorthodox uh, ways that it happened to. It just didn't and, make sense. Yeah. She stood up out of her chair into flying back. Her entire ass overalls comes out, and she's on Shinra's face. Like how? How did any of this just occur? Bro, I'm telling you, I need to make like a a super clip of like all the times where her like her pussy goes directly on side of this dude's head. Like it's like it's a gag that is not good. And the whole time we were watching the show, like it was so frustrating to watch. He's also a child. Let's remember that. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And the thing is, like, I really like we had so many funny ideas about how to make the character actually funny without being like just a fucking farce of a of a thing like what her whole thing is that she has a cat aesthetic right and the joke is that she's unlucky because she has black hair like a black cat maybe but what if there's like a whole meme maybe she is a joke character but maybe the joke is with her is that she'll be in fights and she's lucky like a cat like she'll like oh look i found a penny and then like as like she goes and bends over like to do a fan servicey moment like a bullet grazes by knocks off a of 10 things then knocks somebody <laughs> out and she's like what happened? See, that like would, that would be that funny. would be dope, yeah. and that yeah. would be genuinely good, funny, yeah. and like connect to her as a character, and then you wouldn't need to show her titty all the time. You would save the titty <laughs> for the important parts, like, and that's the thing that Sweet. makes me so mad about the show is that they had like, like, imagine you're building a cake, right, and you love like I don't know vanilla sponge cake, and then you made <laughs> the base of the cake, and it's like wow, it's perfect. Well, this is a beautiful sponge cake, and someone took your fucking chocolate frosting and then added like, I don't know, like black pepper and mustard to it and then <laughs> glazed it over your cake and they're like here you go and you're like bro you fucking ruined my sponge cake i would have rather just had the sponge cake and they're like no no no, no. it's fine look and then like they put like gold flakes like really expensive gold flakes on top. you're like see it has the gold flakes you're like but it tastes bad <laughs> like we're we want different things from this cake bro and like that's like, how, okay, that is fire whipped cream you add yeah. whipped cream and ice cream. Okay, you add ice cream, and before long, what? it's just a mush. What else do you like? Like, <laughs> it's not even a fucking oh, cake no more. I feel it though. Oh, I feel this? exactly what you're saying. That is, uh, yeah, so many missteps. Okay, one thing that saved that saved it for me though. Tell me. Okay, Ken. tell me. One character I fucking grew to love. Arthur, oh, I know bro. who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. One person, just Arthur. Oh. I grew to love Arthur, Ar- and I yes. longed for when I would see him again. <laughs> Every episode, like, is he gonna be there? Gonna oh my god! Cool? Now I'm, now I'm just imagining, and now I'm just imagining you like in like your your anime closet with your with a nice like, dear diary, year three with seeing Arthur. I hope one day to see Arthur again. 
as like, he rides oh in on God. his mighty steed. <laughs> How is he feeling today? Is he confident? Does he have Excalibur? Yes. Does he I mean, have Excalibur? And, and I guess I he's mean, feeling kingly. And this is my last thing I want to ask you about, Cam, in terms of the show, because I know that you've watched it up till whenever it's finished. Do you feel like this entire show, every time they do something, the author is looking at the screen and being like, no homo, though. Wink. <laughs> and yes. I'll explain and I'll, and I'll explain exactly what I'm saying so we mentioned before about how all the female characters are like hey you watching and you're like yeah like I heard you like women and you're like yeah they're cool I like you yeah, sure and you're like what about a whole titty out and then you're like okay fine that's cool I'm down with it you like being uh, stepped on don't worry yeah. we know you do <laughs> and like they go the anime goes out of its way to be like hey we know why you're watching wink and then you sitting there you're like I actually kind of want the military intrigue and like you know the plot about God and they're like no no no, no. you want the titty I know you do <laughs> you, you want then, this BDSM shit there's literally yeah. a lady that walks on men the, yeah. the one captain Hibana yeah she's like you're <laughs> all, waifu, you're all yes. scum <laughs> and there's a character in the show that gets stepped on and is like thank you Miss Hibana I like getting stepped <laughs> Stop. You're like, bro, Holy you don't shit, say that Justin to your boss, it. dude. Even if you are horny, like, wait Said Justin the staff meeting. <laughs> oh my god. So, but here's the crazy thing: is that like they'll have those moments, and then I'm like, okay, this is what the show is all about. It's whatever. And then kind of like how I, I I don't know if you guys like Naruto, but like you know how in Naruto they would show you Tsunade, and then you would show like this really accidentally romantic scene with Sasuke and Naruto being like, I die for you, Sasuke. I love you. You're like a brother to me. And then like <laughs> slow zoom on them being like one inch from each other. And then they just like, whatever. And then like they run away. And then like the <laughs> author's like, no homo though, I promise. Like no, this, show, there, <laughs> this show, I swear the entire time we're watching it and Cowdy and I are like, are they? No, nah, they're not. <laughs> are they? No, they're not. And that's with every male character to the other male characters. And we noticed that that's, we, we had two theories. One is that this author is so bad, they just don't know how to write female characters. So female characters act like objects. So then every emotional connection in the show is from men to other men. So you're like, of course they're gay. They do or, all have that moment where they stare into each other's eyes like, I love you, bro. I love you, you bro. No homo, though. Yeah. There's, there's an entire flashback scene where I think the last things they say is like, I would die for this man. And I'm like, so, so yeah, like, you're, they are, right? And then the author's like, no, they're just good friends. And you're like, what? Uh, what do you mean? And then, yeah. yeah. And, and that's, <laughs> bro, I think you got to talk to somebody. Like, that's like, like you know how um, the joke is that um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is just a 10 year or 20 year long journey about Araki slowly realizing that he's gay. Like <laughs> every arc is like, gets progressively, the guys get more muscular and less clothed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Part five. Like, My God. God. Part, part six. Part, part, <laughs> part I saw, 10 I is like one clip yeah, from, yeah. I don't know what, what season it was of JoJo, mm -hmm. but where probably um, five where it looks like they're fucking, but they're like stuck together or something. Oh, oh no, that's part three. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I'm not going to lie though. That, that, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was fucking funny. Oh no. That scene was funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait till part 10 is called, I tell my parents I'm gay. That's the name. I tell my <laughs> And it's just, an just I tell my parents dot dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, like it, the characters in that show, Fire Force, are written to Jojo's the point. Are, the, the two male characters are like, "Hey, 
I love you. I die for you. But the fact that the women characters are written so flat that it makes every male pairing in the entire show seem extremely gay. And like, not even in like a negative way, the entire time Cal and I are like, just kiss already. Just fuck. <laughs> like we're cool. With, like the entire time we paused, it, I think we just yelled for like five minutes. Like it's fine if they're all gay, just let them all fuck. We want it at this point. It's the only story we have. It'll make like things more interesting. Some kind of connection <laughs> between these characters. Give me this something. This is the only yeah. story we have. So it's like, it's this weird thing where you're like, I, we can't tell if the author is gay, but then like his editor was like, yeah, but put a titty in. And then he's like, fine. <laughs> and then that's where all the female characters came from. Um, also, think about it. What's the stereotypical joke with firemen? Is that they're like all male strippers? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a very homoerotic <laughs> yeah. job. Yeah. There's a pole, right? Like, and so that was our theory is that it's either that or the author is just so bad at writing female characters that it just looks really bad and embarrassing. Or just bad at writing characters, man. But all I see on every man. editor's note for each panel, but put a titty in it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till I get hired at a studio. It's like very serious melodrama about like the Roman politics. Don't know, bro, but I feel like this one's pretty gay. Why don't we just plop a titty in there? And it's like a red marker. And it just he writes plop a titty, and then everyone's like, "Oh god damn it, Toshi, we can't put any more, dude." And then he's like, "But oh, there's fine. no female characters in this episode. Well, you better put them in somewhere." Hey, it gets to the point where they just start putting like random titties, like not even women, just random titties places, just to make it oh feel less. <laughs> like in the background, it's like a yeah, just in the background, just the titty just hanging there. Just a side boob. Just a yeah. side boob. <laughs> but anyway, Cam, I'm very glad that you were also frustrated by the show because, God, it really just sent me to hell. No pun intended. Yeah, man. The shit, the, shit with, <laughs> the shit with his brother, I felt like could have been done a lot better. It was very anticlimactic. Yeah. As sick as that, I thought the light, last fight scene was sick, don't get me wrong, but just the story leading up to it and the shit behind it. And I felt like it was... Uh, a shitty version of the Naruto versus Sasuke yep. fight where you've got one brother trying mm -hmm. to like beat the crap out of another one to get him to understand that, hey, I just love you and come back to us and be good. And the other brother being like, fuck this, fuck the world. I don't know you. I don't even acknowledge yeah. you. Yeah. Little ass bitch. <laughs> if, he did, if he did say little ass bitch, I'd be like 10 out of 10 anime best. <laughs> but it was so good until they just completely negated everything that just happened. All right, I'm going to put a one minute timer on myself mentally and I'm definitely going to break it. But I need to talk about that fight because it, really made me so infuriated um you're but, no brother of mine so do, do any of you guys have siblings or brothers at all yeah yep, i do okay so maybe this is just a, i have three younger brothers so here's the thing the entire like ending of this it's not ruining anything for anything for you because there's no plot so it's fine don't worry um literally but like, zero the the end of the whole thing is this big climactic fight with him and the younger brother now i have three younger brothers and i would like to think of myself as a very passive person but if my younger brothers are acting up you're like bro I will, I will punch you in the throat. Come home. That is 100% right? me. I and have the, fought my brother. I have to restrain him. <laughs> Calm yourself. I literally, <laughs> when we were kids, my, my family had to take us out of karate because we broke window. each other's angles. Or, uh, like, it was so bad. Everyone has that story, right? Like, even, even Deontay <clears> just said he punched his brother through a window. So, like, the ending <laughs> of the whole show being like, but brother, I just, like, the older brother to the seven, he's got to be, like, seven years old. Right. Like he can't be that much older than seven in the show being like, but brother, I just want you to come home. Come on. Like 
at, the second he pulls out a knife on you, you're like, all right, bro, I'm done. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm done being the nice older brother. And half of the fight is him being like, but don't you remember our connection on our bond is what makes it better. Do you think? Come on back, brother. And you're like, he was a baby. A he don't remember you. They, they don't show no connection between them, bro, in the flashbacks. It was no. one brother crying, the other brother smiling at him in the pen. Like, that's it. And doing this. <laughs> doing this. Be like, it's okay. It's okay, little brother. Next moment, the house is on fire. There's literally no connection there. Literally, it would be more impactful if he's like, listen, knuckle crack, you're my brother. I'm taking you home whether you like it or not. If you don't remember, I don't give a shit at this point. And then just teleport, uppercut, and then boom. That makes the fight believable. It makes the stakes real or whatever. And it makes it just a better, more believable fight. Him, like, kissing his his seven-year-old brother's feet. Like, please, brother, come home. Please, please. Like, I'm sitting here on the other end. I'm like, that's not how brothers talk. This isn't for real. Honestly, like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, it's in the yeah, trunk. That's, that's, why the Sasuke that's seven seasons of Supernatural right there. Naruto was willing to for kill Sasuke to make sure that he came back, bro. Naruto was willing to mark that fool. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing, they, that is a real brother thing. Well, I mean, yeah, you could argue. But, like, I would much rather have it be like, listen, I know you're about to do some dumb shit. I'm going to beat your ass up. We're going to go back to the village and we're going to have a talk. And then the other being like, no, I, all I crave is power. That at least is an understandable sort of dichotomy. This one DMC is like. DMC be like. It's, it is exactly <laughs> right. what DMC is. It's like the. Like, DMC is the Bible for all anime. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, like, here's the other thing that really frustrated me, not just the relationships, right? Is the way that the fight ended up being in terms of the power sets, right? So for, for those who haven't seen it, and this is probably everybody but me and Cam, or actually, wait, did you see it? Did oh no, I watched it all the oh, way. Okay, good, okay. So the final fight takes place in this weird underground cavern where there's some spots of light and some spots of darkness, right? So the way that the whole fight is set up, it's like, hey, the brother is moving so fast, no one can see him, oh my God. And they only have the brother, the younger brother fighting in the light, which artistically is like, oh man, the brother has like this holy power or something. But if the, the whole premise of the show is like, oh, fire is the source of everyone's superhuman abilities, right? So the second I saw the light, I paused it and I turned to Cowdy and I'm like, hey, they're not going to do this, but this would be really smart if they did it. What if light is a form of heat? Heat is a form of fire. So what if he can only use his power in the light? The second he stands out of the light, he can no longer use his power anymore. And then Cowdy's like, wow, that would be really smart. That would give him a fighting advantage. He makes the top part of the like the roof or whatever dark, and then he can fight his brother on an even playing field, or he can win, right? That is, like, stereotypical um, nuts and bolts anime fight. Like, that's like the fight with Neji and Naruto in the, in the pre-time skip era of Naruto. It's like, hey, character A is really strong in A scenario. I'm going to do something creative to win, right? And right, right. the ending of this fight, the way that, like... The logic that they jump to, bro, it's like the craziest shit. It's like, well, you see, <laughs> the br- older brother can, or sorry, the younger brother can freeze time. And the logic behind it is don't ask any questions. He's he's entering the quantum realm or some shit. And so Dio can stop the world for three seconds, but due to the sheer willpower, Jotaro can also but, okay, do it. But, but Welcome Darren, to Fire Force. But bro, Darren, the thing is, is that that <laughs> world, they say, hey, this is all psychic ghost exactly. bullshit and nothing makes exactly. sense. So don't fucking ask me. These hot dudes are going to punch. Like, that's it. Yeah. 
Like that's I'm the it same. It doesn't way. make sense. It doesn't. It honestly and, doesn't make sense. And, and guess what? If you did it the other way, where it's like, hey, he needs a source of heat to move through at that very high speed, that would explain why he was so powerful in other scenes because he's like able to teleport during the day or whatever. It would also be this whole artistic representation between the light and the dark. Like one brother's the darkness, one brother's the light, the de- the devil and the angel. All this sort of like this framing they've been doing the whole show. And then instead they're like, yes, but he can enter the quantum realm. And then the older brother goes, well, I'm just going to move so fast that I will tear apart my body at a cellular level and then somehow go faster than you stopping time. And Cam, please tell me you agree with me on this. (laughs) The second it happened, I'm like, hey, the person writing the show is a fucking moron. (laughs) Like, Like they had a perfect way of setting up the fight, perfect way of doing everything like that. And they just were like, hey, but what if space we gonna do this real quick and i'm gonna go stupid fast i'm gonna do this and now i can skip time yes for real yes yeah right yeah it's like soft versus hard magic systems i don't know if you've ever seen like youtube videos breaking down these sort of things like a hard magic system is like full metal alchemist like we need x y and z to make Mm -hmm. one thing happen but fire force plays in this weird in-between where it's like well you can only use your power until the oxygen in your body depletes and then you you are like essentially stopped for a little bit until you can get the like oxygenated parts of your blood back or something they explain that in the very beginning and they even have a character who is like hey like i used so much of the oxygen in my body that now my body is spontaneously combusting slowly over time and is that what's is that what's his name's brother they're, they're not brothers bro they're boyfriends like, like <laughs> bro they definitely 100 percent fuck off screen 100 percent. like it's crazy how insane that is but anyway yeah like so him yeah that's and they introduced this whole science system where it's like hey it's a hard magic system like there are certain things that need to happen for you to use your fire there are limitations etc and then the last two episodes they're like hey what if there weren't though and then you're like, okay, but, but how? Why? And they're like, well, you see. How about nah? And they're like, well, you see. The thing about WWE is that when I sign up to go to a WWE thing, I'm not asking to. Fu- I'm not asking fucking Kurt Angle to be like, but what if we killed God? Right. And then, <laughs> and then, like, the rock starts to float down in like holy regalia and says, "I am the Rock of Gibraltar, and it's time for you to hell." Like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't come to WWE for that. Like, that is what the show is. It's like, hey, what if the storyline was written by a WWE writer, but, like, we just threw a bunch of cool imagery in the background and, like, just, like, lead you down this weird path. So, anyway, long story short, uh, Fire Force fucking blows. Just read the manga, I guess. <laughs> Cam and I finally, I finally have talked about Fire Force with somebody else besides my wife. So, I feel like I, I've been validated. Thank you, Cam. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Cam feels glorious right now. Thanks for not kicking me out the Discord. Bro, I'm going to start a solo Discord with just me and Cam, and it's like, I hate Fire Force. And we're just like, hey, you hate Fire Force today? And then Cam would be like, yep. Hey, man, if we throw Sword Art in there, count me in. Nice. (laughs) Hey, you leave Sword Art alone. No, Sword Art needs to leave Sword Art alone. That's a different story for another day. Hey, the gun one was cool. Remember that one? Shut up. No, it wasn't. You're lying. (laughs) (laughs) We don't, look, even I don't like, even I don't like. I was like, shut up, you're lying, and nobody believed you. Ian, let me. Ian, let me ask you, what was more of a stale show to you, um, Sword Art Online or Fire Force? Hmm, that's a tough question. He had to think long about it. Here's the thing. I know that SAO is not for me, and there is a type of person that SAO is for. 
weirdos. <laughs> weirdos and freaks uh no so like the thing is I, there are some things that i do genuinely like about sao and i think that it really did at least the original helped spark the isekai genre in a way that i can at least respect begrudgingly yes. right yes. like we wouldn't yeah. have solo leveling we wouldn't have um i need to start reading of, that it's very very good I I I it. it's awesome um so we wouldn't have shows that have these guy inspirations without sao and i have to even if i don't like the show at its core i have to admit hey Got to give props where props is due, right? Um, but the thing about Fire Force is that, like, it's like, imagine Fire Force is, like, your, I hear it. SAO is the nerdy kid, the band camp kid, who, like, one day you forgot your lunch money at school and then lends you money and doesn't expect it to pay you back. And you're like, hey, man, I don't fuck with you, but thanks. Appreciate you. <laughs> thanks. Like, that was cool. <laughs> you know what? That is so accurate. That yeah. is so accurate. But you know what Fire Force is? Fire Force is your childhood friend. You grew up with them your whole life. You really like, you grew up together. You're on the same block. You like hung out with the same, the same friends your whole life. And then one day in high school, walk, they walk up to you, they kiss you on the mouth and they punch you in the penis and you never see them again. Whoa. And you're sitting here and you're like, what? You're like, I don't even know how to feel. I'm disappointed. I'm hurt. I don't know. Were, were we even friends to begin with? Are they my worst enemy? What's happening? Like I, I'm, I'm more... I'm more hurt and disappointed <laughs> by Fire Force than I am by the band camp kid letting me lunch money. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least you like the band camp kid at first, and then you realize, you know what? Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I, I prefer, and the reason why I asked you is because I preferred um, SAO over Fire Force as a, as a whole, and mm-hmm. I made that comment and got totally butchered for it. And so <laughs> that's why I was wondering what you thought about it. So to Sword Art's respect, I think we all can agree that the start of it was good. And then it got fucking weird and it didn't stop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And here's the thing that's about the whole the thing say, about the SAO. The thing is, Fire, but Fire Force has the same problem, but, but different. Like, but backwards and then inverted and then it yeah. keeps going? Yeah. Like, and doesn't know where it wants to end. Here's the thing. Japan... If you're listening, the entire continent, I love you. I lived, <laughs> All of Japan. <laughs> I, I, All of Japan. I, I lived in Japan for a long oh, time. Oh, y'all. And I think, that, I think that y'all do a lot of good things. You know what you don't do? Anything regarding sex or any sort of like actual relationships 95% of the time. So don't. Just have people punch each other and then we'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> if we've learned anything from the SAO talk and the Fire Force talk. We liked we liked the punching things. Yes. Yeah, punching things are cool. Speaking of punching things, you know who punches things? Luffy. Monkey D. Luffy. Monkey D. Luffy. Yoroshiki Luffy. So, who the original Dalsim? Who came first, Dalsim or, or Oh, Dalsim one hundred percent. Yeah, Dalsim one hundred percent. Damn, they they really whitewashed Dalsim in this in this manga. <laughs> yeah. They really um, but speaking of and 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 took away his fireball, rude. Ah. Uh, kind of has some i mean anyway that's spoilers um but the thing about oh yeah that's that we, true yeah. that i do like kind of speaking about like the whitewashing actually is that if you look at the cast of this show it is the most visually diverse and mm-hmm. i think oda has been quoted before about asking like hey if this took place in the real world where would all these people be from and he specifically cites that every character on the ship proper is from a different country and he like has gotten inspirations from different countries for every character like I think uh, Luffy is supposed to be, he's not supposed to be Japanese, actually. I think he's supposed to be not Brazilian. I think he might be from Thailand or the Philippines. Usopp is based off of Brazilian people. Um, Frankie is supposed to be, Frankie's supposed to be American. 
Robin is supposed to be that makes sense. Uh, Spanish, like from Spain. Uh, Sanji is French, obviously. Obviously. Um, <laughs> and then Chopper is Canadian, is what he said. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes he's a reindeer. Like. I think Nami is supposed to be Swedish or German. Okay. I can't remember For, exactly where. Well, she do she do love her berries. That is true. Um, and then I think that's it, right? Did I mention everybody? Uh, Zoro. Oh, Zoro, Zoro is yeah. obviously from Japan. That's like yeah. Zoro is from Japan. yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Zoro. I is love that. Zoro. Hey, Roanor Zoro Fucking is my sword, shit. My guy. That so dude is my shit. But hear me out though, Sanji. <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. Sanjay is Sanjay is my dude, but Zoro. I love Sanji. that is I, I'm sorry, Zoro's my nigga. That's my nigga right there. Yeah, he's Zoro invited is to the cookout 100. percent Yeah, he, he's <laughs> yeah. He can walk himself right on in here, sir. Thank He'll you. He'll walk he's in, take a, he take a corner and just kind of just sleep. Yeah, he just chill there. He yeah. eat just chill. chill. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Eat, he, chill, he, he drink, chill. Yeah. Hey, Sanji can come too because you know that dude can go th- throw down. Yeah, he can definitely cook, cook too, and he likes he's the, the cook. Uh, At the cookout, so he literally me, is the cook. So let me, I guess, kind of tell y'all because I, I obviously Darren knows my my journey with One Piece because I screamed at him at a bar one time in San Francisco about it. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So, I guess what has been happening is that I who here is a Naruto head? Who likes Naruto? Wait, are we talking about the original? The original Naruto. All of yeah. it. Okay. All of it. Or just in general, Naruto. Oh, I'm, I love I love all, all of it, unironically. But like, uh, so if we all remember in the '90s, the anime wars, where y- this is the same time when the console wars were happening, where like you couldn't like all of the big anime at one time. Mm-hmm. You had to be like, yeah. yo, well, Naruto would be Goku in a fight, though. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> the the, the, the Toe would obviously stab Goku in the heart or whatever. Like you could you couldn't like one big shonen you ha- or sorry you couldn't like all three you had to be a diehard stan for one or else you weren't a real mm-hmm. anime fan we i all remember that, that. yeah mm-hmm. oh so twitter now crazy a hundred percent a hundred it's gotten it's gotten better i would like to think but like back the 90s I just stopped were, following the, so many people yeah dude the <laughs> 90s were vi- it was like world war three up in there yeah like i swear i hung out with those library kids you know the library kids if, tell me what is a library kid Explain you know them. so the <laughs> the library kids were the kids who would fr- spend their free time like playing psp in the library or some shit like that they let you have psps and in your school we were called spanish class sir. Spanish class. <laughs> so these were like this was, was like you know, i'm talking like a PSP. fucking public library i'm not even talking about a school library i'm talking about like a legit public library at a school shit. hours it's motherfucking oh, okay. oh. it's like six o'clock on a friday you see a bunch of kids in there reading manga and playing PSP grouped up together. Yo, uh, a bunch period. of them like Wait, what the fuck? trading Hot Topic gloves and shit. Why wasn't I invited to this? <laughs> and they're like, the, the, the talk is always the same. If you're one of the new anime kids, you're like, oh, what, Goku would totally take on uh, Naruto. There's always that one kid who goes, guts would kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> there's always that one. <laughs> guts would kill everyone. Guts would kill everyone in one swipe. Hey, you're yeah. not wrong though. There is always that one person that's just like, but what? Is it, but what about guts though? And we're always just like, shut up. Shut up and let me borrow your Lincoln Park CD real quick. <laughs> yeah, but like that was a dark time for me, and kind of unfortunately made me into the anime fan that I was a, a couple of years ago. Um, so when my wife was like, "Oh, you should read One Piece," I'm like, "Stupid." I hate one. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, well, give me, she, and because she is the way she is, she's like, give me three reasons why you don't like it. And I'm like, I just don't like 
pirates. And she's like, I don't like booty. That's obviously not true. She says, tell me why. And then I explained to her like the whole like back and forth with anime fans. She's like, in Japan, we don't have that. We just like whatever. What, what's wrong with American people? And I'm like, a lot. Anyway. A lot. Yeah. So, I'm just like, mm, yeah. yeah. too time. long to list. Exactly. So um, anyway, when I switched jobs recently, there was like a week when I had like a bunch of free time. So I finally turned to my wife. I'm like, fine, I'll read one piece. I have like a couple of free days. I'll start it. And then I read like the first couple chapters and I was like, all right, I think I kind of get it. Like, this is pretty cool, but I don't know if it's that good. And then, like, another couple chapters went by. I was like, okay, I mean, like, Zoro's pretty fucking cool. I mean, I mean, Sanji's pretty rad. I mean, when he does the kicks, that's cool. Yeah. And then Mihawk showed up, and I was like, okay, um, this is okay. This is uh, good. It's a good one. Warlords, okay. And mm. then, like, 100 chapters later, I was like, this is the best manga of all time. <laughs> I made a grave mistake. I am an idiot. Um, I made a grave mistake. And then my wife is, like, in the office, and she's like, I knew it. Like, like she perks her glasses up. She's like, stupid American. You know nothing. My plan. Hey, she's like, you know nothing. Gleam. Yeah, 100%. You know nothing. American. So then cut to a couple months later where I'm reading, like, 50 chapters a day, every day. And uh, now I'm, I'm current. I'm currently current on manga for, or on the manga for One Piece. And God, it's so great. Is everyone here a fan of One Piece or is someone a non-believer? Um, I'm not a non-believer. I'm a non-believer. Okay. I'm, no, I'm not I, even a non-believer. I just, I'm intimidated. Okay. okay. That, that has <laughs> been me so for a course of over 10 years. Okay, we can, uh, we can talk I've about tried. Here's, here's the thing. My, my main thing is, right, because there's so many episodes, the only way that I'm going to get to get through that is if I binge, right? Mm-hmm. To, in order to binge a show, that you need to stop. really like that show. Like, yeah. I mean, love it, right? Yes. So that you can watch like a good 20, 30 episodes a day, no mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. I don't love One Piece. Okay. I'm not saying I don't like it. Yeah. I'm not in yeah. love with I saw it. This, I saw this meme uh, the other day. I told Darren about it. It's all like, yo, you want me to watch the pirate anime? I was three when that shit came out. <laughs> like, I'm a grown ass <laughs> man. And I fucking understand <laughs> it. Like, so I think I can address both of these issues because I think when rewind flashback to when Darren and I hung out, he was like, yo, so I heard you like One Piece. And then I like grabbed him by the shoulders. I'm like, come with me. I need to talk with him. <laughs> like, he was I just open- like, so let me tell you about One Piece. I was like, like you know when like um, Christian people knock on your door and you're like, we, we're here to talk to you about Jesus. That's like me, but I have like a straw hat in my hand. I'm like, hello, would you like to know the true life? <laughs> yeah, the good <laughs> word of the straw hat. Good word. Do you know, do you know about <laughs> your Lord and Savior, Monkey D. Luffy? Yeah. So. I will address the lots of episodes thing. I'm going to tell you right now, One Piece is not supposed to be consumed via anime. It's not, we are, we have gone too far. It is no longer an anime. <laughs> it is. So here's, yeah. here's my progress for what I've been doing. Okay. It's a Bible. Me. When I get the opportunity, <laughs> I am reading it. And if I get a chance where I'm just like, you know what? I just want to watch something a little bit. I'll just pick up wherever I am mm-hmm. on the manga and just watch a couple episodes and then and pick back up on the and manga. And that's fair. But, like, yeah. I was in the same place oh, okay. that y'all were, especially with Deontay. And I definitely was in camp spot because I literally told my wife, I was like, I don't like pirates. I don't like this enough to even continue. What, why am I going to bother? <laughs> right. And then I definitely was, was in Deontay's spot because I was like, oh, I, there, I don't have time to do this, bro. It's too much. Right. But here's the thing that I think that I can probably sell you on in terms of this is don't watch it because 
you're gonna be sitting there for a lot of episodes kind of like what we talked about in the beginning where you're like yo i just want the fight to happen get to the get to the fight mm-hmm. i know that one piece has some cool powers let me see the powers or whatever right so you're gonna kind of get antsy watching it that's number one number two is with a manga you can pick that shit up whenever you have shonen jump on your phone you're like oh you're on the bus you're taking a shit you're making eggs in the morning i don't know why those are my three examples but like <laughs> you can just like pull up whatever issue you're you're looking at you read through a couple panels you're all right cool and then you can just pick them up whenever less stress less pressure and you enjoy it at your own pace right like i legit did not see anything during the inero farts like animated i read all of that Bro, so I've by the time I picked back, watched the animated. anime, I was just like, okay, I'm watching these, the Davy Bag games animated, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that it was told to me is that, hey, if you want to get the whole story, read it. If you want, like, an abridged version to get to the, the current stuff, which most people don't recommend, there are these big, like, two-hour movies that encapsulate the most important oh, parts yeah. of it. There's, like, I think there's, like, three are of them are, at this point. I, yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, and they are very oh, well animated. I was going to say I would watch it if they had those. Yeah, where, and they do are, I, where do I find those? I will, Cam, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I know they exist somewhere. They do. They exist, but and we don't you, know where. Yeah, and if you don't, and if and here's the thing. So that's kind of the way that I recommend is I would recommend reading it at your own pace. Like, again, no one's going to spoil One Piece shit for you. Because guess what, bro? Like you said, like, D, this shit's been around since I was three. No one's telling me spoilers from ten years ago, right? Uh, so you're you're usually pretty good. And that's the, the thing is that you can if you can enjoy it at your own pace, there's no pressure and you can kind of fall in love with the characters at your own pace. Right now to kind of counter Cam's thing about I don't like it enough. I'm this is going to be the only time I'll ever plug anything that I do. Go to my Twitter today. There is a clip okay. from the One Piece Stampede movie that I reposted. And I said, quote, if this won't convince you, I don't know what will. And it is some of the craziest bullshit in all of anime ever. It is a eight on one fight against a filler or not a filler, but like a movie only villain. And it's like the, so there are a group of characters in the show called the worst generation. And they are some of the strongest pirates to ever have lived. And Darren, I know this is it's not a major spoiler. I'm not going to tell you anything about Bro, it. Bro, anything you talk about, I'm going to forget by the time it gets okay. to yeah. <laughs> okay. Basically. And that's the other thing. It's, it's, that's why I'm okay with having one piece okay. conversations. Cause it will hold no retention in my brain. Good. Okay. So, the, the thing about One Piece is that the, the world that everyone inhabits has some of the coolest shit ever. The I would argue to my deathbed that the Devil Fruits are the coolest power sets to exist in any form of like superhero they anime are. media. Because they literally, are. and I know that Justin's going to agree with me because he shook his head when I said it. The, mm-hmm. the Devil Fruit is like, hey, what if blank? And then the editor was like, we can't possibly do that. And you're like, guess what, bitch? I have a power set system that we can do anything. I made a sword turn into an elephant one time for fun. Like, and that, like hey, for real. That, I didn't make that up. That was a real thing in the story. It is a, it is a real thing. Like, and that's the thing is that. Can I ask, can I ask a question? Cam, please ask have a question. They, Go for it, bro. Have they. And if you answer no to this question, then I'm never going to watch it. Uh-oh. Okay? <laughs> so, yes. So Automatically, I'm gonna, yes. I'm Whatever say, it yeah, is, I yes. Will lie. I will straight up lie. <laughs> yeah, so for, uh, yeah. We are pushing this agenda. So, yes. yes. Whatever it is, yes. Have they found the treasure of the pirates no. yet? Um, no. That's complete bullshit. Okay, okay. It's so, been going for how so, long and they've, not, okay, they've so never found the treasure? The answer, the answer is technically... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, oh yeah, technically, well, technically, no. yeah. So here, but here is 
the thing is that this this your question connects back to uh, one of my favorite things about One Piece is that pretty much the first intro arc of One Piece is like Yippie Kaye, Disney Adventure Time. I love my friends, and then like they introduce a major villain, and you're like, hey this fish person is enacting slavery. And you're like, wait, what? I thought it was a fun uh-huh. time with the rubber man. And then the show looks you dead in the face and be like, no, dude, people die here. And then you're like, <laughs> um, They're fucking pirates. Did you forget that? Um, yeah, uh, okay. And then like, they're like, just kidding. It's fine. Happy go lucky adventure with my friends. Woo. And then it cuts to another major arc. And it's like, hey, what if the government was behind all of it? And then you're like, <laughs> what and you're like just kidding it's fine haha but really let's destroy the government together and then <laughs> one piece hey is- hey don't hey don't forget hey don't forget that major twist what if the main character dies <gasps> i mean mm, bum, bum, bum. Mm. goku yes goku but what Which time but people don't come back from the dead in this show that's what the, uh, another huge thing is that the, the yeah. powers make sense and they're not bullshit and like even in a world where like anything can happen they somehow created a system in which everything you'll never watch a one piece fight and be like well that's fucking bullshit you'll be like that uh, is exactly <laughs> how it would happen like this is yeah sir yeah for real which is crazy because literally there are people in this world that have magic powers that can transform them into musical instruments and somehow those fights are cool there's someone i just talked about an elephant sword and somehow that comes up and i'm like yep that's how it would happen an elephant sword <laughs> that's how that would happen what does that mean what is an elephant sword in my head that I think that logically this makes sense? But all this yeah. slow, slow beam stuff that I just went past, I'm just like, this, this, this isn't a real villain. Middle, middle and then beam. you see his powers, and I'm just like, huh? Yeah. That was strangely middle, middle very beam. effective. And these are really intense fights for some reason yeah. with this dude that I thought was going to be throw away really yeah. quickly. Yeah. yeah. Metal, metal beam. So, Cam, to, to kind of circle back to the actual question you asked, why they haven't found the One Piece yet? So. I'm not going to spoil anything major, but you know how in Naruto, it's like, hey, we got the villages and like, you can just walk there. <laughs> it's cool. It's fine. Right. Like there's nothing really blocking you from going from village to village in this sort of These are major continent. <laughs> well, not that, not even that. Well, that is a huge factor, obviously. Literally one piece's world is designed to be like, hey, if you're a normal person, you're going to live and die on the island that you were born at. <laughs> so the only people that are going to even possibly get to the one piece are people that like i mean everyone knows about goldie roger right he's like the find my find my treasure it's i left it in one piece like that guy so that guy the reason why his ass got murked is because he was a walking nuclear missile he was the strongest human being alive and that's the only reason (laughs) why he got to the one piece and the whole world is there's like the calm belt there's reverse mountain there are geographic things that prevent people from even going outside of their house to get sugar like down the road so <laughs> like when you find that out and as the world gets more and more dangerous they like literally it's like a fucking mmo like they have like zones like levels 10 through 10 through 8 are here <laughs> levels 100 through 80 are on the other side of the fucking planet and there's like eight people that live there essentially and they're all insane um wait can because you you remember how far did you get in one piece because in about because um, if to you do with if, like a something to do with a whale or something I think oh so so wait wait so you've already passed a, a, like look to to his to his point if you remember at the like toward the very beginning of like the first season 
um, right off the coast of where where uh, Luffy was was uh, lived at, was uh-huh. a sea king. Yeah, like, remember. like, and homeboy got you know he got injured. So yeah. like, and this was right off the coast of where he was at. So like, people don't journey that far out. They stay pretty close to where they're at. So you have to be super powerful to be to live. Uh, so is is he still trying to find the One Piece or no? Now he's just given up. No. So no. oh god, this is where it gets because here's here's my yeah. thing. If it ends every episode with how it's it was ending when I was still watching it, where it's like, oh, okay, we defeated this person. Now let's keep going towards the treasure. Yeah. Then I'm not gonna like it because that's. Yeah. So you're still you're still in the intro arc, which is what I call the happy fun Disney arc. You haven't got to the anarchist cookbook arc yet, oh, where Jesus. literally. So Cam, I think even to the credit that like on where I pick back up on, because I like I just threw myself into a random episode and I said I'm going to start here, <laughs> honestly. Right. And so like, I think when I pick back up on it, they had Chopper had just joined the crew and oh. everything like that. Uh, um chopper. went through leading up into the sky arc, finished the sky arc, mm-hmm. and from what like ian had told me when he was raving at me at this bar is that everything every little piece of story that they gave you will connect back in some way so like even in the sky arc, which was the last thing i had remembered when it was still on toonami years and years ago like i remember being disinterested by that point but going through it again and kind of really absorbing everything that was happening and then seeing how it all progressed. I'm like, wow, all this stuff that happened before they even got up here is now circling and back around. And you're getting story from that, from this dude that they were just like, Oh, he was a liar or whatever, 400 mm-hmm. years ago. And then you get to see it all play out and how it links back to what yeah, happened. The history is amazing. It was, yeah. so, I'm just like, this is really fucking interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they, they and, actually go really in depth into this anime. Yeah. Even though, like, the whole like main goal of getting to One Piece—that's the end goal. But it's the like, you know, it's a whole world, and it is a journey that kind of pulls you through it. Where you're like, you know what what Z is, but they got to go through A, B, and yeah. just so yeah. much happens around you that even though you're like, man, when are they going to get there? Everything in between is like, holy shit, what's happening? Yeah, like, and right. so, Cam, are you a Naruto guy? You know about Naruto? Yes. Okay, so you know the yeah. no uh, minor spoilers for the ending of Naruto. You know Kaguya? Suck. You know how that shit was Trash. set up like, I don't know, Garbage. Like 20 chapters Stupid. before the end of the show? Uh-huh. And you know how you were like, wow, okay, fine. Sure. <laughs> what if I told you that literally Oda has had the ending of One Piece planned from day one, and the way that he writes it is that literally there is the whale shit that you're having like right now literally connects uh-huh. back to something 400 chapters later that is like a vital story thing nothing is extraneous in one piece everything matters what? and i know that can be like mm-hmm. a big deterrent for people mind-blowing yeah. but it's like <laughs> but it's a thing where like for example sanji's one of my favorite characters right and i like him because of like his whole backstory and stuff going on with him there's a panel that happens like i think in the first third of the the sky p arc or something that um that i was looking at because someone was sent it to me and it references an arc that is happening uh, or that was happening back when I was reading it. That was like chapter 900. So this person, Oda, had this story planned 700 chapters ahead and is like seeding things up earlier to make it a satisfying, interesting thing. Where if you're like watching it and engaging with the program, you're like, whoa, wait, I fucking knew it, dude. I knew this is going to come back or I knew this is going to be a thing. And like it is the piece of media that 
has respected my time more than literally anything more than that's wild like there's a reason why and this is kind of the argument that i would always say is like bro this shit's been on for like ten thousand years kind of like what what deontay said he's like yo bro i was like zero when that shit came out why am i gonna like it now and (laughs) that was zero (laughs) and, and i and i made the same argument honestly and i think that you're totally valid in making that argument as well but there's a reason why it's had both popularity and longevity it's because oda respects his story so much that there's no filler everything that you think is filler will eventually come back and it'll come back in a way where you're like what the f- that guy this except guy? for the anime because there is filler there that's why i but said I don't watch the anime <laughs> i think i like i think i got to a certain point where i was watching it and i was just like this feels like filler and then i took out um, the filler guy i pulled out my phone to look at the app and i was just like i knew it yeah. <laughs> fuck this i'm but skipping even, ahead but honestly even their yeah. fillers aren't horrible they're they're not good, but they're not horrible. Like I've yeah. sat. I believe that, but I don't need this extra eight to ten episode chunk of nothing. No, you don't. <laughs> as, you don't. as I'm looking it up, Especially I'm realizing when you're trying uh, to get through that many episodes, you don't need extra. Yeah, exactly. I got to about season four before I quit. Season four. Can you, uh, actually, I don't want to spoil anything, so let me look this up. Season four, because uh, season Ace was introduced. Oh, oh, yes. and that's that's another that's Those another are... thing about One Piece is like even even the side characters, the characters who like well, you may or may not see eventually, like those characters, you wind up having like you want you wonder what's going to happen to them because it they make it to where the character backstory of these side characters ties in so much with the main characters that like you feel for them. Like if they were to pass away, you'd cry. Like yeah. if they if they were to be saved, you'd be happy. Like yeah. you find out that these side characters, you have so much more value in them um, because of all the story that he puts into it. Yeah, and they feel like, and I we just talked about Fire Force about like characters being very flat in one note. We also talked about mm-hmm. characters being um, fan service with no actual substance. Right, it's service and substance together. What makes a good like sexy character? Right, like. One piece, One piece has that in spades, right? Like mm. the thing is like, like every character has substance and I'm going to, I'll send you, when I send you the, the videos of all the um, season recap movies, Cam, I'll send you this too. There's a video by a really good channel called Bonsai Pop and it talks about the philosophy of One Piece. So, I mean, I know that, well, I shouldn't assume actually, I know Darren lives in SF. I live in California. I grew up in Jersey. Like, so where is everyone from? In well, we're all Bay Area based. Yeah, so we're all Area based. Yeah. yeah, we all beautiful. we all across well, the bridge to well, some extent. Okay, Cam obviously is from you know the, the English. He's San Jose. From, he's from he's, from he's San Jose. He's from the Ook. He swam here. San Jose. He swam here. Cool. So like again, like again, I lived in Japan for a little bit, so I know like maybe one tenth of this information. But this bonsai pop video, what it does is it kind of breaks down the philosophical differences between like Eastern and Western media and what One Piece does with its characters that's very different from a lot of different things. So in like, let's say, I don't know, like some random American cartoon or whatever, uh, like, nope, that's Avatar that has Eastern influence. Well, um, so in a normal show, bad guy- Avatar is perfect. Yeah, (laughs) Avatar is also perfect. So like, I don't know, maybe there's like a bad guy in the show, the bad guy gets killed or dies, right? Like, because they're so evil, they're irredeemable, whatever, they get their power taken away, something like that. In One Piece, because of the philosophy, and that's because the the argument in the Bonsai Pop video is like, oh, original sin, like this person was evil from the start, there's nothing they can do, there's no explanation, it's just who this person is, they're just evil. One Piece is like, hey, 
every villain, every main character, every character in the show is who they are because of the things that happen in their life. No one is 100% born evil. And even if mm-hmm. they are, there, there are people who are air quotes should be evil who aren't because of the influences of good people mm-hmm. around them. And like that, when I learned that after watching, I think I watched that video around the time that I was watching or reading Sanji's art. I was like, oh, that totally makes sense. There are major villains that come back because, you know, Luffy influences them in such a way. He's like, you know what? Maybe I was looking at the world the wrong way. And it becomes mm-hmm. this like really cool, interesting sort of, sort of thing about looking at the philosophy of like oh no one is actually evil they just have been through something difficult or life put them in a sort of precarious situation that forced them to do a certain thing um comes up a lot and comes up a lot in nami's arc in sanji's arc um and luffy's character in general is all about that so if you like character cam which i feel like after our fire force conversation you i think that that's what you're into yeah i think that you would really enjoy one piece and also all the sexy characters our, our characters like nami and um and robin and robin yeah. um, robin who else who what other female characters are there uh, uh Vivi, boa, hancock. Uh, boa, boa, hancock, boa yeah. hancock is the closest dude, boa that show hancock gets. is fabulous dude that Bro- boa is the closest that that show gets to like hey we get it guys fan service wink but they give her like a funny and stupid personality and like no yeah and her, her dude her 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 uh backstory is hilarious yeah like I think that Boa is the one character that uh, Oda air quotes phoned it in, but even Oda trying his weakest is still like one of the funniest female characters in, in all of Shonen. Mm-hmm. She's like a good Tsunade essentially. He, yeah. Yep. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Basically. So anyway, long story short. Oh, also if you like Naruto, this show one piece does the Sasuke retrieval arc a hundred thousand times better than the Sasuke retrieval arc. <laughs> With You're which character? What do you say? With which character do they do? I it can't with? tell you. So you gotta watch it, dude. You uh, gotta read it. <laughs> Cam, I'm telling I, you, like, I, I feel like I feel like where I was at, didn't they have to go get the girl? There is no. If you're, you're by the Am whale, if you're if, if you're, you're by the whale, oh no, then, that's Vivi. That's not the same person. Yeah, yeah that's not uh, the same person. Or what's her name? Miss Wednesday or something? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miss oh Wednesday. god yeah. that is baroque, so baroque See, works or whatever baroque works yeah, yeah baroque works yeah. but he, <laughs> that takes me back to the gamecube one piece game back in the day oh all you those remember that were new and oh fresh. my god and mihawk was op he, <laughs> yeah you know, he mihawk was op in the show dude <laughs> see him slice i know i know he is but it sold it in the game yeah. that's what i'm saying and this is early one piece when it had just come out out here yeah. One Piece was fresh. Everything was new and flashy. Yeah. Gum gum everything yeah. was dope. Gum gum everything, <laughs> bro. It's still dope. Yeah. It's I still, still dope. gum gum and everything. I, yeah. I recognize that now, but having fallen off a joke, for literally right? a decade <laughs> and a half, stupid. A joke stupid. I feel it. Uh, but Cam, this is the last thing I'll say about One Piece is that so you know with Sasuke when he left and he's like, I want power, and the entire time, if you watch it as a kid, you're like, I get it. I'm a child. I also love power. Sure. Um, <laughs> but then you actually think about it as an adult and you're like well sasuke was kind of fucking stupid because naruto chilled and trained with jiraiya and became just as powerful if not more powerful so what would have uh, you get like that sort of thought process of like what if sasuke just stayed and trained with i don't but know so sasuke Kakashi? was trying to fuck up fuck up the leaf village though right yeah, and so, he was like... technically right at the end of the show yeah he was at the end yeah but the whole okay that thread gets completely ignored or sidestepped at the very end of the show because they're like, oh, well, you know, the government's bad, but now Naruto's in charge and it's okay. And Sasuke committed tons of war <laughs> crimes, but you know what? It's okay. Like, 
they don't actually respect that plot line with a lot of um, mm-hmm. grace, and they don't respect Sasuke's sort of departure as um, right. as something good because it does it literally doesn't make sense. Because ne- right. never once did they like talk about Sasuke being like, "Hey, th- the whole village killed my family. I can never live there again." Now that I know this information, and that's why I'm running away. And then they don't really right. kind of explore that logic behind it. One Piece, there's a character that is that goes through a very similar thing um, as Sasuke, but then like you find out the actual motivations, and you actually learn like the multiple parties interacting, and you're like, "Oh wait, mm-hmm. this makes logical adult sense." And if me mm-hmm. as an adult reading this, I'm like, "Yeah." this makes sense why they would leave <laughs> because it's logical and it actually tracks in the world that is being built around the show. And when I read that and the, the sort of, that's the end of the, um, what did I call it? The anarchist cookbook arc or whatever, where the, yeah, ending, sounds, yeah. the ending of the arc essentially just stares you down as the viewers like, Hey, what if we just overthrew the government though? Just all of us <laughs> like, <laughs> and this is a kid's show for seven year olds. And they're like, Hey, Fuck yeah. the government, essentially. Like, there's a whole panel <laughs> where Luke yeah. is like, "Yo, I I will fight the entire government." Oh, hey, was that when he was standing mm-hmm. on the? Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> yo, yo, that scene gave me so many chills, dog. Like, oh man, that was the scene that where I scene. turned to my wife and I was like, "Um, I think One Piece is my favorite piece of media of all time." They said, "Fuck yeah. the government." I love them. Um, but anyway. The show respects your time. All the characters make logical decisions, even the stupid characters, right? They make they make logical decisions within their framework of logic, right? Like Luffy's a shonen stupid boy, but he is smart about it. Um, Looking at you, Usopp. Yo. <laughs> I love I think Usopp. I'm coming up on that stuff. I love Usopp so much. <laughs> coming up on that and, stuff, and too. Cam, I do, too. He's, so, he's such a cool And character. Cam, this is the last thing I 100% promise it'll be. Imagine in the Naruto world, you know how there's like normal ass people in the Naruto world and they show them as like cannon fodder, but they never like zoom in and like ask the ramen guy about how he feels that he's been serving a walking fucking nuke for the past 10 years. (laughs) We've known about that man for years and don't know anything about him. Oh, remember? He's like, oh man, I wonder what that Naruto kid's doing. He's like washing like a dish and then he just sees a giant energy fox the size of a continent. He's like, there he goes. Look at him. Look at him go. Like, <laughs> it's my mind how he's, he's grown. He's saving, he's saving the village again. Look at yeah. him. Like, imagine there's a character named Usopp in One Piece where it's like, hey, what is... I know, what I is, know Usopp. Yeah. He's, he's in it where I'm at. So, so he's far, he yeah. is the best character alive because literally he he is like a case study of like, hey, what if you, it was Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, and then like their best friend, Jeff, and Jeff didn't have any power. <laughs> and they just kind of brought him around because he was cool. And then like, and then Jeff, every fight is like, hey guys, I'm human. What is happening? And then like, <laughs> yeah, Jeff for real, crying no. for 45 minutes. And then somehow Jeff at the end is like, I helped, right? And everyone's like, no, dude. <laughs> and then he's like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm an actual human being person and you guys are all freaks. And then they're all like, yeah, yeah you're right. We are freaks, aren't we? And they all high five. And he's like, that's yeah, not a compliment, much. dude. You killed people. And he's like, yeah, woo. Nice. Good job, guys. Hit the showers. Hey, but, hey, but, hey, but then he comes out of nowhere and gets most improved player award. Yeah, I mean, again, there's... Uh, Usopp's character development is amazing because he goes from a character that is designed for you to hate him and then also provide context for the world, but then eventually becomes a character that is sort of like this weird in-between between like the average person and the crew of the Straw Hats. And yeah. the Krillin? But yeah, what if, yes. but what if no. Krillin no. was good? What if... That, yeah, I was about to say no because Krillin, yeah, he'd more be like... 
like hey krillin is the strongest human i'm just saying that and that, okay but in reality but here's so the problem with dragon ball z is the numbers problem everyone knows this if you love yeah. anime you are 100 percent correct it's the numbers you, problem. you say krillin is the strongest human being alive and you're like great i believe it and then you see a fucking cat from another dimension come in and be like i'll just blow up the earth and then krillin's like <laughs> and, and then krillin's like bro the fuck like i'm yeah. an actual human yeah. like yeah like like krillin can't stand he wouldn't stand a chance like yeah so like if Usopp no. at least might well and the thing is like <laughs> let's say if we're doing power That's levels right goku's at a 10 so. out of 10 every other saiyan is at like an 8 out of 10 and then every other character that isn't a saiyan is like a three max like you're the farthest you're getting is is a three bar none unless you're a robot i guess <laughs> One Piece is like, hey, <laughs> Luffy is at an eight. No, Luffy's at a seven. And then there are other people in the world that are just as strong as Luffy that are also at a seven. And you know what? Honestly, there's about a hundred people above Luffy who are at a 10, at a nine, at an eight. And guess what? There are motherfuckers that are dead that were at a 14. And we'll never <laughs> see them fight. Those people might as well just be gods. And people even say that in the world. And then the rest of Luffy's crew, if he's at like a seven, Luffy's at like, or the rest of them are at like a five. So like, if there was a fight, they can all equally contribute, and it never feels like anyone's just there. It feels like I, I don't know. I feel like Zoro's pretty high though. That fool. Well, I mean, he, he's <laughs> Zoro's pretty high. I feel like on the total. Yeah. Form. I feel like he's he's at least like a six and a half. Yeah. Zoro seven. Sanji. The big three is Zoro Sanji and, and yeah Zoro Sanji and, and Luffy. Luffy. I would I yeah. would argue that Chopper is just as strong as the rest of them. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I saw, definitely. I, this is another side tangent, just for my personal life. I saw a YouTube video where someone said that Chopper is a tier B uh, crewmate, and then I nearly flipped my desk and punched it. I was like, "How dare you? What's your IP address? Let me find you." What's <laughs> <laughs> your IP address? I will hunt you down. Chopper is definitely A tier. Dude, Chopper is the smartest person on the crew. He has mm-hmm. uh, devil fruit. He is yep. adorable. I don't know who that. Uh, is. He's a he he's a reindeer. Boy. He's the little reindeer. Yeah. I don't think I've met him yet where I'm at. Well, imagine if... Whoa, ima- you were so, early then. So you know the chibi, you know you know the chibi characters in anime that don't do shit? What uh, if they were powerful as fuck and were rad and had a PhD? <laughs> oh, he's literally is like a deer. I just Googled him. He's an actual doctor. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, Cam... And he's so cute. Read the manga or I'll send you the links to the movies. Deontay, I promise okay. I'll send you the same links, bro. I just want you to watch one movie, just one. <laughs> Humor me for a little bit, and then it's fine if you don't like it. I'll do yes. it. I'll do Friendship it. is a Honestly, I say just just watch the Alabasta arc. Mm. Or the Fuck the Government arc. Just saying. Yeah, or that one. Yeah, Go back. The Alabasta that arc one. is the first one, right? Uh, Alabasta? Or the Alabasta arc is the, the, the uh, better, or yeah. the came before yeah, the yeah, Fuck yeah. the Government it's arc. Like, that's like the first arc that is like, hey... Shit's popping off right now. We do now. this yeah. shit. Yeah, we do this shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Crocodile is yeah. an asshole. Crocodile is an asshole. Dude, bro. T- oh, bro. Tell me why that fight mm, still gets me. So dumb. So great. So beautiful. It's Damn so great. Crazy. Like, man, I, I'm look, I'm trying to tell you. If you guys can get, if you guys get to the Alabasta arc, finish it and still tell me you don't like One Piece, I'll stop talking. I'll be like, go ahead. Fine. That's fine. You know, just go ahead and do you. Yo, I spent the majority cool. of my adult life saying One Piece sucks. And then it, a month later, I was like, I would die for One Piece. I would literally <laughs> give my life for One Piece. If it was my Granted, life or One Piece, I would die. That was me with Final Fantasy VII up until last year. So ah. I'm like, it's overrated. Whatever. Ah, Cloud's cool. But uh, then I played it. I was like, Final Fantasy VII is... 
Fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone dropped something. They're like, I'm done with this podcast after this slander. That was me. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he realized he fucked up. I didn't fuck up. I enjoyed Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, fuck the original topic. I think we could call it right here on this ending of a One Piece tangent. <laughs> This is good, and honestly, this is what Rama the Cookout has just turned out to be. It's just like let's just talk, fuck it, animation. Talk anime, yeah, just talk anime. We let's weep out for a little bit. Honestly, I'm sorry for dominating the, the convo. Next one with we do, one I would have caught up on a lot more. No, we needed that. Yeah. No, this is. Ian, what do you think here. I brought you, sir? <laughs> yeah, just, I knew what this would turn out to be, and I'm happy. A, it's a good agenda to push. Just foam at the mouth for a couple minutes. What's <laughs> <laughs> here right. for? But all right, let's go ahead and end this. As always, everybody, you can check us out at Rusty Rupees anywhere except for Rusty Rupees on Twitter. That's with two Y's because Twitter's some hoes. Hoes. <laughs> I'll give you that story in a second. <laughs> but you can find me at XX Shadow Okami XX anywhere. Justin? You can find me at Real Ninja 23 anywhere. Deontay? You can find me at your local grocery store hiding behind the apples. <laughs> That's creepy. Interesting. Cam? <laughs> um, you can find me either in my closet or at Fly Richie. Anywhere else. And oh, yeah. Ian, where we can we cross, find you, sir? Oh, yeah, that guy. Before, <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> before I even say where you can find me, I want to say thank you all for having me. Like, there's so many rare moments in my life where I meet a group of people where I can just, like, chi- like chill and, like, be myself and, like, just talk anime and just weave out fully with. So thank you all so much for having me. I feel like y'all are my bros now like it's very rare that you can just be like just in a one hour conversation with people and be like oh yeah i fuck with these people heavy 100 percent." like hey and the fact that we are we try for that man and hey it, it worked and i love all y'all so thank, thank you. you so much um and we're all cali boys so we're definitely gonna we're gonna link up we'll have an actual cookout ne- yeah for sure man. next time <laughs> you up north bro yeah hit me up we I, need I, to yeah, hit us up, I'm coming up in I'm not going to dox myself. I'll tell you guys after the show. <laughs> but, um, but and, and also, like, you can find him here. <laughs> away from his house. Yeah. Um, but also, you guys are more than welcome anytime. We're going to set something up where you guys can come on the A Plus Anime Show because this is great hey. anime. This is great anime energy, and I love all y'all. And speaking of that, you can find the Twitter account for A Plus Anime. That's at A P L U S A N I M E. It's where we do a bunch of. We do a One Piece show right now called Piece by Piece where we break down some of the best and favorite arcs from the shows. I bring out a bunch of different people from the One Piece community, and it's really, really cool. Uh, I have an episode coming out in a month or something, I don't know, um, with uh, a, a big One Piece dude named Rogers Bass. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, nice. so at, that's a whole other story, but a friend of a friend hooked us up, and like now he's like a super cool guy, and he's my boy now. So I have him on an episode, and, and yeah, we're listen to that if you're curious about one piece or if you want to just hear about people just nerd out like we just did um go check that out you can follow me on my personal twitter at ian why not that's i-a-n-w-h-y-n-o-t because you know what you're gonna say some stupid shit on twitter why not just say it who cares um, <laughs> yeah, right. um but yeah and then also if you guys are into video games and stuff um i also do this thing called okay beast uh you can follow us on twitter at okay beast now um and we do video game documentaries and um you know we try and tell stories about you know the smaller sides of gaming like we just did a documentary about um how alex one of the other co-founders of okay beast um did um played Fortnite to reconnect his family when they were going through a rough time and it's this really awesome documentary that i helped uh, co-produce and if you want to check that out that'd be awesome but if not just follow a plus anime 
I really wanted to hate that video because I hate Fortnite, but then I watched it and I was like, damn, I can't be mad. This is great. Yes, please go over the OK Beast Boys. They're doing some amazing things over there. Shouts out. I appreciate Shouts it. Out. Thank and, yeah, thank thank you though, Ian. It was it's been a pleasure no, having you. you on, sir. I, I am glad there is someone else out there that loves One Piece as much as I do. Bro, it's me. It's I it's <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm that person. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm also glad that Cam had a moment to talk shit about Fire Force. Yeah, right? yeah, he's been waiting for that. Bro, I'm here for you. Because both me and Cam didn't like it at the start, but I think like both me and Cam warmed up to it, but Cam still definitely hated it way more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I I decided I hated it by the second episode and third episode. I was like, I you're, can't do you're this. You're smart. Yeah, I got, I got tired of it. You're, episode you're three. Smart. <laughs> you guys are smart people. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, like Dr. Stone was dropping at the same good. time, so it was all like, hey, let's watch this really great anime and let's suffer through Fire Force. <laughs> Yeah, Doctor Stone infinitely better. Fuego. Yeah. See, so where were y'all when I needed you? <laughs> <laughs> You're watching you suffer. Yeah, basically. I was watching it with you, Cam. Shut up. <laughs> You're the only person that spoke up and said that you you sympathize with what I was saying. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so I couldn't. I couldn't. You know, I couldn't say anything. I love you, though. <laughs> <laughs> you too man love you man but all right everybody thank you and as always please make sure you go ahead uh follow us on discord or join the discord we're here talk about anime with us rate us on apple music follow us all that jazz five stars we, we yearn for engagement we yearn for it we let us know talk to us let us know what you were listening to yes follow all and also us. send send us fan mail please shout shout out to um, Cheryl. Ah, bitch is the Shout name. Out Shout, Shout out to Cheryl. Shout out to Cheryl. Cheryl. I did get it right. Fuck. It's because I was in place sessions. I, I, was in trying to, I was trying to mess Cheryl. Ah, I was trying to mess <laughs> mesh Cheryl and cereal together. There we go. Fuck. Cheryl. You're gonna call Cheryl. Yeah. Cheryl. Don't call my homie Cheryl. Yeah. Shout out to Cereal. I love fan rupees. Awesome rupee pins. Yes. I need my rupee. Give me my rupee. Holy hell. By the time by the time this episode is up, the picture of these will be up on Instagram. So go check our Instagram out if you would like to see. Yeah. They're they're fuego. Shout out to Cereal. She's amazing. Thank you for our logo, yes. damn it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Everything. You're pretty much an honorary member at this point. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Pretty much. But all right. And with that, everybody, have a good rest of your evening, your week. I don't remember if we say stay rusty after this one or we'll see you at the next cookout. Let's end it on that one. I like that. Yeah. I, I okay. like seeing it at the next cookout. See you at the I next like cookout. One. Alright, John. Um, bring in beer. Yeah, because rust at a cookout is not good. Don't, <laughs> don't stay rusty eat, don't at the cookout. Don't eat rust at the cookout. That shit's not, <laughs> not on my propane. Not on my propane. Crusty. Don't be ashy at the cookout either. We got don't be ashy at the cookout. Bring lotion, damn it. We got some grease for you. I can't wait for the, the tie in lotion campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. See you at the next cookout.